From WERA 96.7 in Arlington, this is Formative Tracks, the show where we sit down with D.C. area musicians to talk about the top five songs that made them who they are. I'm Eliza Burkhan. Today on our show, we have Cody Valentine of D.C. funk pop outfit, All the Best Kids. Welcome, Cody. Hey, Eliza. I'm so happy to be here. Glad to have you. So let's start with the name. Where does All the Best Kids come from? All the Best Kids is like an inspirational name. Um, the The idea w- like is meant to like remind people um, of their highest self, even in times when they might forget it. Um, the actual name came from this thought that I had. The thought was that I would see people kind of tearing down really incredible artists. Like if somebody was going through a tough time, say like Britney Spears, people would look at Britney and say, oh my God, I'm so much better than this person. And like, that's a person that just like gave their love to the world, you know, Mm -hmm. just like gave their performance as much as they could. And yet when this person has a mental breakdown, um, people kind of like laugh at it and didn't necessarily like hold her in that moment mm-hmm. or like hold her memory of you know who she really is and so the name the full name of the band actually is um ha- all the best kids have mental breakdowns and why why did you decide not to just name the band all the best kids have mental breakdowns and have that part of the name be oh. publicly visible well that, it's a long it's a long name it is long, it is long. <laughs> all the best kids is a little catchier okay and also it's kind of an ego trap if someone sees it and they think it's one thing and then when they learn what mm-hmm. it actually is it's like oh and then maybe they'll listen a little deeper uh so i wanted to play one of my favorite songs by your band red lights but tell us a little bit about that song before i play it that song was i guess Really, it was. It's about PTSD. It's like, um, it's like, okay, like I'm. I feel anxious, and I've had some bad experiences, but I want to see where this is going. And that's that's it. Yeah, it's it's like, um, it's like embracing giving another chance. And I mean, maybe those red lights are actually red flags. You know. <laughs> So it's possible. Yeah. But what's interesting is you hear the song start and I mean, it's very dancey and it just, it sounds like, you know, uh, at least on the outside, it's just like a fun dance song and that it doesn't have that sort of deeper subtext. Um, yeah, yeah. So is that sort of your guys' vibe? Like we're going to come at you with this, uh, you know, just fun, poppy music, but there's, there's like a deeper message. It's not just about dancing. For sure, for okay. sure. Um, and I, I think at at the end of the day, we want people to feel good, and we also want people to kind of think a little bit. So, like, if you're dancing and then, like, one line just kind of gets caught in your head, it's like, oh, you know, like, maybe that line will repeat when you're facing something mm-hmm. and you need it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's always, I, yeah, there, there's always a, a push for, for something deeper, some something to help humanity progress. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lofty goal, but you can do it. Uh, so let's hear a little bit of red lights. Uh, 
I knew it since I first met you. Uh, baby girl, you were special. Uh, your higher self is a clear view. Yeah, and very few can compare to. Uh, baby, you let the light guide you. Uh, and your goal is to find truth. Uh, you put your past behind you. Uh, and you don't let it blind you. But with the red lights flashing, uh, you lose track of your passion. Uh, so tell us how everyone in the band met each other. Because I believe there's nine or maybe even ten members yeah it's a expanding and contracting thing um but yeah so the band started in early 2012 um i met somebody i met two people at a party that they both were musicians and um at the time i was a musician i am you know i'm still a musician but, like at, at the time you're no longer a musician. <laughs> i'm not sure why you're here today actually. former <laughs> oh god no um, yeah, at the time, I had just finished um, uh, producing a solo album for myself. Oh. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with it. And so I met a drummer and a guitarist at a party. And I reached out to both of them, and we kind of planned to get together. And the guitarist brought in a keyboardist. And we all went to this kind of jam session with other people. Um, and we found a bassist. And so that's that was kind of the formation of all the best kids. Okay. Um, okay, let's hear another one of your songs. This is Time off your album, Go Out With Me. Remember that time. Remember all the times I reside in your mind. When you were just a kid, they told you what to do. You couldn't be yourself. You had to follow all the rules. Remember high school. Remember all the fads. Remember when you couldn't stand mom and dad. Your college freshman year. How did you act? And how did you feel as a senior looking back? Well, now you're an adult and everything's changed. Or maybe that ain't true. Maybe it's all the same. Time is the illusion that you used to keep yourself moving the way you choose to and i can't judge you because i ain't above you but this is the one truth that you can trust oh, the real beauty of life lies outside of so on that track you sound to me very ll cool j is he one of your rap mentors at all oh dope yeah i love ll mm-hmm. yeah ll cool j is like uh oh god yeah he he was one of the he was one of the first rappers with a career mm-hmm. him and uh jay-z yeah, how how did you get into rapping? Who did and do you listen to? And uh, I mean, so you do oh, some singing yeah. too, but you know, you do a lot of like what percentage of the songs do you rap on? First of all, um, I rap on like maybe seventy five percent of our songs, eighty mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I think the people initially that I, I caught on to was like De La Soul, mm-hmm. um, a Tribe Called Quest. Um, and then people like uh, like Nas, um, and then Biggie. I was a huge Biggie fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Wu Tang Clan, like they were, they were both like real, real big in my middle school years. The year, like '97, Biggie died, and then his he just you know, his uh, image just went through the yeah. you know just like missing you. In, incredible, yeah. Um, and then Jay Z. Um, he, he was a real big one. Talib Kweli, Most Def, uh, Pharaoh Monch, Common. Yeah, I know I'm forgetting so many people. Outkast. Like, all these all these people were, like, really influential in me rapping because, like, I just had an encyclopedic knowledge of every one of their verses, every single song that 
was released. Is that because you listen to them so much, or are yeah. you just one of those people that like photographic memory, like or yeah, not look- photographic, but you know <laughs> what I mean, like just a memory for that type of thing? It was a combination of both. Okay. Yeah, I would listen to it a lot, and I also just like knew it because like there was no internet genius website. Right. So like my friends would call me up. They would be like, "Hey man, what, what was Jay Z's third album? Man, yeah. what was what was the last song on that? I forgot." And I'd be like. Oh, well, it was, it's like that. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Right. So when did you start rapping? I started rapping, like, when I was eight, I think. Like your own original raps? Or yeah, sort of yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, my rap, my rap was, my name is, um, my name is Robbie Cody, and I rap real rough. Around the world, I get busy enough. That was my first rap. That's, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> you, you, need, you need to record like a fresh version of that. Just have that on loop. Put some interesting tracks underneath. Yeah. Um, cool. And then when did you start performing as a rapper? Because it's one thing to you know rap at home and another thing to go out and be like, all right, I'm going to do this like as a real thing. Well, um, when I was like uh, around like 2010, I think, or 2011, um, I I um, started this band with a friend um, and one other dude. We were called Two and a Half Black Men because my friend was like half black. Okay. Um, oh, okay. And but, it was when like Two and a Half Men was still on the air. You okay, know? okay. So it was, it was it. kind of okay. like a parody. Okay. Sure. We were kind of like a cover band. We mostly did like Pink Floyd covers. Okay. But we also did some original songs. And so that was the first time I performed some of my original songs mm-hmm. as a rapper. Yeah, so like I would play bass and rap at the same time, and that was kind of <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I've seen that, but I'm sure it must exist. There must be rappers who do that, right? I don't know. If yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you need to corner the market on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you play bass. So what instruments do you play? I play bass. I play keys. I also do um, like drum production, like with MPCs and stuff. That was um, for our listeners who don't know what MPCs are. Oh, an MPC is a, a MIDI production center. Okay. Um, I think now they call it music production center. But it's like a big box, and every single hip-hop beat you've heard like that came out of the 90s was probably made on an MPC because it has 16 pads. It has um, space to store samples, so you could you could sample drums, you could sample songs, and... Um, hit the pads and it had a built-in sequencer and it was amazing. Um, so when people say drum machine, is this what they're talking about? Yes, okay. that this is the drum machine. Okay. Yeah. Nowadays, people there are other drum machines and people can use computers and stuff. And NPCs aren't as cherished as they once were. But um, yeah, that was that was one of my first instruments. Um, okay. And did you grow up in the D.C. area? No, actually, I was born in Georgia. Oh. Um, okay. Augusta, Georgia. Okay. I came to D.C. in high school. Yeah, that was maybe maybe 15 years ago. The first beat that I made, my uncle taught me. Um, he, he lived in Georgia. Yeah, so uh, I, I performed in that um, Two and a Half Black Men band. And okay. then uh, the very next year, I think, or two years later, All the Best Kids um, started. And initially, like, our music was really angry. There's a lot of frustration and, like, anger coming out. So it did not sound like what we just listened to. No, not at all. Okay. Even time. Um, uh-huh. Time was originally like this really like hard rock song. So yeah, we've got the new album coming out, um, Have Mental Breakdowns, and that 
that sounds even different than than go out with a bang. Okay. For sure. Tell us about the costumes you wear. Oh, gosh. So for our <laughs> listeners, right now, Cody is sitting here in a Canberra t-shirt with a blue... Car- it's signed? A signed Canberra shirt. Tell us about that. Oh, God. Yeah, I worked with her. Um, <laughs> I, I, Excuse me. Not like that. Not like that. I just did her lights okay. at a show. Okay. But Okay, so you're wearing a Canberra shirt. And then what stone is that on your necklace? I think it's amethyst. Amethyst. Okay. Yeah, Any yeah. reason why you chose amethyst? Uh, well, I had an obsidian pendant um, that broke recently, okay. and so I needed to wear something else. And amethyst, I think, brings out the love. All right. So then you're wearing a blue cardigan, a patterned pants, and that's not what you wear on stage, from what I've seen at all. Yeah. 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 So um, tell us about your sort of metallicy spacesuit-like costumes? Who makes them? Why you choose to wear them? Do you have like a certain stage persona or do you feel, no, it's still me, Cody, up there? Shout out to Amy Eagleburger. Um, a really incredible friend and also an incredible clothing designer. Um, I reached out to her a couple years ago and I was just like, hey, I want a, I want a silver spacesuit. And she's like, okay, cool. And I found the fabric and I brought it to her and she took my measurements and she made it. But I don't know. I, I just like it. I like, I like silver. I like, um, I like just reflecting. Um, I, I just like giving off light. I, I, think, um, I think the more light people see, the more um, that they just know to go towards the light. You know, go towards like... Um, Go towards the things that feel light and good for yourself. Thanks so much for listening. To hear the complete version of this episode, go to mixcloud.com slash formative tracks or click the website in the show notes.